Cause she always got the hottest hits With interviews and podcasts Tea and dirt, she's on her grind Asking all the questions that we wanna know On our mind, she on the rise Her platform high, she got the radio blazing With her amazing voice and her entertainment radio station Her dedication is unmatched Competition killing softly As she goes to work and blesses with her presence Sipping coffee, serving it cool while making it hot Water goddess, goddess. Lata Java drips. drips. It's just simply the hottest. hottest. She's dropping knowledge and doing it major. major. So go and lock on. Lock on. Sign into and listen up at musicbreaker.com. Latte, latte, Java, Java drips. Turn us up a little louder when you win the whip. We got that. Latte live in full effect at Latte Java Drips Radio, and we have Mukani. Did I say it correctly? Mukani. 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 Okay, I'm gonna ask you something about Mukani. Okay. All right. Cool, uh, cool. 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 Because I definitely uh, want to know more about Mukani and how to pronounce Mukani. So mm-hmm. for those who don't know, I am here with Mukani. Um, I want to say he's an EPK specialist. But I'm sure there's a lot more about him that we don't know about. So we are going to have a discussion on um, many things, part of the music industry, uh, the music business, independent artists, things that artists need to know, and his services that he provides for independent artists. So let's get down to it. Welcome, Mukani. Please tell me, what does Mukani stand for? Oh. And why Mukani? Uh, it stands for Music and Icon in Swahili. Okay. So what it does is uh, what we stand for is, you know, straight up professionalism for music artists. Right. So, of course, we built the EPKs, mm-hmm. which is electronic press kits. Or for those people that don't really know, it's uh, think of a resume before your music career. Right. There you go. Um, but the name itself is um, it was something that I just wanted to just kind of give a that Google feel, like something that's really not an English dictionary um, and just create it and people look at it like yourself, like, is it Mukani, Mukoni? I hear all different types of stuff and I love it because what it does is it sparks the question of where it comes from. You know, and I used to have a problem with, I hate, it, it bothers me, maybe it's just the Virgo in me, I hate, you know, not pronouncing something correctly because I, you know, I kind of feel like you, you should do your research. And not only that, you know, there's so many people from all over the world. I mean, even like, you know, Latin names, you know, that mm-hmm. some people may not be able to pronounce it. Sometimes some people can't even pronounce bourgeois. They like Borges, Borgio. I did say you Borges. Know, bougie, you know, mm-hmm. and that's cool. You know, it's French, but that's cool. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I like the fact that you said it gives people an, an idea of, you know, if they pronounce it incorrectly, it gives them a chance to to ask the question of what it stands for. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it, it sparks up conversation about it. And I think that's actually brilliant. I, you kind of made me think like, damn, that's kind of good that they, you know, <laughs> not pronounce bourgeois correctly, you know? so I, I mean, coming from my original business a long time ago, it was called the kickback. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's like when you, when you type that in, it has so many different, 
um, means behind it for black people. It means like a party for the business world. It means something negative. So, you know, just to go away from something that people can't look up. And when you type it in the Google, SEO, and that's another thing that we are excelling too. So it, you just type the word Mukani in Google and you just control every page. Every mm-hmm. page is about, you know, my company. You might find a little, little bit of stuff like maybe um, across the, you know, the waters or something like that, but it'd be like a construction or something that's similar to it, but not M-U-K-O-N-I-I. Right. You know, I I really appreciate what you're doing because you don't really have to do this. And uh-uh. um, I used to get frustrated, but it's a business. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. um, the fact that you're creating these, you know, EPKs, um, resumes to help independent artists, um, what is one um, problem that you have or may not have um, when it comes to creating these um, EPKs? You know, for artists, it's crazy how they, this is weird that I'm going to say this. So for artists, it's easy to talk about your life when it's a beat behind you. Mm-hmm. You can go in there and get in the studio, right? But if I told you to write a biography, you don't. So like do you-, you couldn't, you couldn't even, you couldn't even tell me in 30 seconds who you are. I couldn't read it. Or um, when you say like professionalism, like, hey, send me some professional photos. And it'd be like pictures, like very grainy that look like it came off of MySpace or something like that. And it is just coloring it. It's like the things that I see when it comes to people. It's like if I was a job and I saw you in a resume format, I would turn you down every time. Mm. I would turn you down every time. And a lot of artists don't see the professionalism side of it. So mm, that's the one thing that I kind of see. Like, I'm glad I'm doing what I'm doing. But it's also like pulling teeth because if it was like I was a another streaming service or something, I'll just be competing with Spotify. But really, my competition is honestly getting these people to know who you are in a biography and who you are. Um, like when I say send me some photos, I've I've seen people, I've seen some things. <laughs> I've seen, seen some, some things. things. I'm scared yeah. to ask you when you say I see some things. Like, what do you mean like, by that? Um. Just a lack of lack of lack of worthy content when it comes to on a professional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I see interviews, mm-hmm. I see lack of professionalism in mm-hmm. a lot of music artists. That's really what it's like a, a struggle seeing. Mm-hmm. But it's also um, it's also uh, how can I put it? Inspiration to keep going. Mm. So do you think that it may play a big part of the fact that they really don't know the business? Um, no. Or is it just laziness? Because I think it's laziness. It can be, but you know, that's the problem. I think it's lack of uh, education. So a lot of people don't really have, when you look into the music, as a person in the music industry, you see certain things pop up. Like if you was in a beauty industry, you'll see things pop up on your mm-hmm. feed. Mm-hmm. So as a person in the music industry, you ever notice how a lot of people that talk about it just tell artists what they're doing wrong, yeah, but never tell them what to do mm-hmm. next or never guide them. And so it's, it's really an education thing. I think uh, we're so busy always putting the artists down because we feel like, oh, you should know it. And that's the problem. Like, when you have when your AC goes out or something happens to your car, you go to a professional mechanic, right? right? But understand that mechanic either learned from someone, went to a school, or pretty much been doing it their whole life. You you don't get you just hoping that the mechanic does it right. And that's the problem that we look at these artists and we instantly think that they know it all. And we 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 think that they know all the things about professionalism. Like I have a degree in business, so it's a lot easier for me to understand and see those things, but mm-hmm. A lot of the people that we see, you know, quote unquote, helping artists, all they're doing is just yelling and telling them what they're doing wrong and being frustrated with them. And it's like, man, look, would you would you want to really be around somebody that's always mad at you and thinking everything you do is wrong? Yeah, that's true. But yeah. it's, but it's usually um, from what I hear, um, people that are already in the industry that has already made it, you know, or have a certain status. But my thing is, they used to be that same person, that independent person you know mm-hmm. and they don't see it but i also feel like and i hate to say this 
um, they have this mentality where it's, you know what, I had to work really hard to get where I'm at, and I'm not just going to feed you information. You know what I mean? Just because you, you know, you need it. So it's kind of like you're, you're kind of stabbing yourself because you can really help that person and benefit from that and, or be a mentor for that person. I don't know. Is it, is it a, you know, a competition secretly? It's really a, a competition type of thing. You know what I'm saying? No, think of it like this. If, um, think of someone that helps you right now in your mind. Mm-hmm. Think of someone that's like, you literally are grateful for their help. Right. Yes. Now on a, on a, people may think it's an evil statement, but if that person was to ask you to do something for them, you would do it without any question. That's true. So, so for those people that help you get over humps, you are so grateful. And so, you know, you owe them in a way. And so that's the problem. So many people want something in return instantly. It's like, um, and they, it's like you, you will put in the work for free. You will put in the work for free because somebody else told you. And then when you get the information, you want somebody to pay you. But the thing of the matter is, if somebody came to you and you had information and you wanted to get a next step and say, hey, man, you have to pay me to get it. You're going to be like, come on, man, I'm trying to get like you and this and the third. So it's like to the point, if I put information out there or I put something out there, if if you really pray about it and you you know that the people that really, really, really want it, they're going to grab to it. And mm-hmm. if you put like a certain price on it, like say, like how EPKs for me is $10 a month, when naturally they're like five, $600 right. at the lowest. I was going to ask you that. Like you really so helping out, you really helping you, people. <laughs> I can, I don't have to necessarily like just gatekeep because why? It's because you put things out there that allow people to just get over that hump. And so when you put things out there that may be, you know, say only for members only or, yeah. you know, might be a higher price point. They're going to be like, hey, look, you help me get over this hump, right? Mm-hmm. What you need. But if I just flat out, hey, you don't see nothing from me, no interviews, no free game, no nothing. I'm just sitting here just, you know what I'm saying, trying to sell something to you every day. I don't get on the phone with you and just help you. Hey, man, look, it's information. Yes. And people think just because you go out here and Google and you listen to one podcast or something like that, that you just know everything. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. There are people that I look at artists. There have been artists. There have been managers. There have been people on this live right now that literally just by me helping them get over some hump has helped me get over humps or helped me get into doors. So I just don't understand. I think it's education. Like, you, you know, you can go find information and if you feel like you don't want to give it for free, then damn it, be a, be an educator. That's true, but we have Google, we have the resources, mm-hmm. we have YouTube. I'm I'm not gonna sit up here and, and lie, but I did not know how to do this internet radio. It took mm-hmm. me a year to figure it out. You want to know how I did that? I went and mm-hmm. got the information. I googled. Mm-hmm. I read books. I want and to somebody made money off of that. You somebody know what I'm made saying? YouTube made money off of that as being a platform. The YouTubers itself made money off of views. Um, the videographer, if so, made money off of that. The microphone company made money off of that. The the editing software made money off of that. And what I'm saying is that if you're gonna basically, if you're going to do what you're doing, at least make it to where it's like, okay, I'm gonna make it accessible. I don't know how to put it. It's just. There is Google, there is YouTube and different things like that. But just like I look at I look at life and I look at it like eventually I know that I'm going to go through a door and I'm going to be successful. It's who's around me is going to determine if I'm going to stay afloat or not. And if I go into that room by myself without people that have not got, you know, uh, grounded with me from the ground up, I'm going to fall because I'm going to be thinking that this person over here is really for me. And that's how you see stories of how people make it to fame. They get strung out on drugs. They yeah. go through bankruptcy. They go through all that because of the people around them. Mm-hmm. Those people did not get it from the mud. They did not see it from the ground up. They are not really in it for you. They're only for a season. The people that like the most successful people have their friends and their associates around them from the ground up. They help them build. Look at LeBron James, the most successful basketball player in the world. And his one of his uh, best friends, Rich Paul, is, you know, um, <laughs> An uh, agent, one of the top agents in the sports industry. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like to the point, I'd rather, I'd rather stretch out than stretch up. 
I hear you. I hear you. Rookie says a lot of people lack basic problem solving skills. It's a scale we learned in grade school, but a lot have forgotten or never grasped what it is. I sometimes think that technology has kind of um, made us, um, I I shouldn't say lazy, but it, you know, we we used to have encyclopedias and you know, you guys, I'm, you know, I'm old school. Mm. I'm a gen, gen X. So I see things a little differently, but I also feel like, you know, if you want something, you got to work for it and you can't Mm -hmm. expect people to spoon feed you all the time. And we Mm -hmm. in a society where people spoon feed, but be around the people that's going to really rock with you. Cause there's people out here that really rock with you and, Mm -hmm. and you need to pay attention to that. Cause sometimes you can do so much for people and they'll take advantage of that, you know, of, of your skills, of your talents that you placed in, in front of them and not, you know, go after it. But you did say there are people that are out there that are hungry, that will actually work hard, and you have no problem, you know, helping them because mm-hmm. you see what they're trying to do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because there are some people that are out there that really want it and, and listening yeah. and paying attention to it. I want to play, yeah. something to you, play something for you because um, this is an artist that said something about this conversation in the comments. There is such a big divide between people that have been in the music industry for a while and independent artists that are starting out and they are really trying. But we get bashed for making certain mistakes and not knowing something as a beginner in anything would. It's like when you go into a new job, you're not gonna walk in there knowing everything. Someone's gonna teach you, someone's gonna tell you. This is the music industry and I completely understand that. And there's people out there that sell their information for a whole mortgage payment. But I guess in terms of this conversation, I could talk about the small things. So the common things that I hear from other people that have been in the industry for a long time is like, I'm not even gonna talk to an artist that don't even know how to register their music. Okay, if they don't know, just tell them. Tell them the website to go on to. Like, you don't gotta charge $3,000 just to say to go to BMI.com. Or if you're not gonna tell them, direct them to YouTube so that they can get more of an understanding what registering is or what different websites to check out. I know when I was starting, the only thing that I really focused on was making music until I understood what I wanted to do with it. And I just don't see the benefits in bashing an artist fresh out of the womb for not knowing certain things. What I told my friend, it's like making fun of a baby that can't walk yet. Like, duh, they're newborn, they're fresh out into the world. They don't have the tools or the skills to do a lot of things yet. I just feel like there's enough room for everyone in this industry, especially when you're talented and dedicated. But this industry is one of the industries where I feel like a lot of people just want to keep that space limited for some reason. Um, And then again, I can understand that certain people will probably feel threatened that if you rise, um, your rise to fame would take away from what they've got going on. But my whole spiel is, If you've been in this for a long time and you know a lot of things, then you're ahead of me. Mm -hmm. You you shouldn't feel worried, right? And trust me, I know artists that would love to pay $3,000 and up for information, but then they have to choose between doing music or paying for the information. They can't do both. And sometimes Uh us artists can't even come. Yeah. So that's Danielle Gates. She's an uh, independent artist that was part of the um, R&B. I did a, um, like, I'm not even going to call it a challenge. It was more like a nominee type of thing. And she ended up being one of the um, winners that are on my website. Her music mm-hmm. is on radio rotation. I don't know mm-hmm. if she's um, come to you for EPK. No, but I she, uh, she actually was on my radio station when I was uh, the kickback. Okay. I know Danielle. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You know, so, and she's a very talented artist. I listen mm-hmm. to her music. I know the words of music. We talked and, you know, she even, Hey, can you listen to this and tell me what you think? You know, we have that kind of relationship, but, um, she's, you know, a very talented woman. I remember when she first started, it was just music. It was about the music. And then mm-hmm. I've seen the growth, like, okay, she's taking the time to find out, Oh, this is how I can market myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's an amazing thing. And yeah, we have to stop being gatekeepers. I don't know if it's just us that's like that, but I don't see too many other people that are like gatekeepers. I have no problem giving people information, but you got to work for it too. 
you still yeah. got to work for it, you know? Well, well, the thing is, this is what I've, I've learned about gatekeeping, right? And if we don't have a conversation, so watch this. All right. I'll take Mukani, for example, okay. if you don't mind. Go for it. So Mukani is a, it's a platform that is a search engine just like Google. Compared to, like, if I was to type in, you know, your radio station on Google, I might come across 3,000-some hits just off of the first couple letters, right? Or the word latte, right? Mm-hmm. Completely going to throw off the algorithm of them finding your radio station due to your unique name. So what Mukani does is that when you go in the search engine, it's only for music base. So if you're a radio station, music arts producer, engineer, anything music related. So if you sell t-shirts, sorry. If you are a lawyer, sorry, you're not going to be on Mukani, right? So what I started to learn is that I have a love for giving out information. I love calling people, giving out information to, you know, even yourself when we talked mm-hmm. offline. Like, I'm just going to give you, so this is not just cap for what we're talking about Absolutely. on the, you know, so I will give you information. You talk to me, I'm going to give it to you. If, if you, I'm going to give you an idea. I'm going to talk through that idea with you in a span of three minutes. I'm good at what I do, right? But I do not sell courses and I do not, um, I don't like basically manage or, mar- or do a music market or anything. I provide you the information because at the end of the day, I have a platform that is built around people searching and discovering artists. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So if an, if I give an artist tidbits that blows up and they have a link in their bio that says mukani.com slash whatever artist, guess who wins? Me. Right. Guess who benefits those those search results and that and that hit me, that artist that as an artist blows up compared to Linktree giving you a call and saying, hey, this is how you expand or this and a third. No, Linktree is all about numbers, 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 numbers. Give me your bio. Click, 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 click. But me, I will sit down and say, hey, look, these are the things I will. Me, my team will actually work hard. Shout out Ricky and Yvette. This diamond. She will work her butt off to ensure that. Your bio is is a one. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like to the point where what we do is we actually take take you as an artist and say, look, you're struggling on your bio. You're struggling on your interviews. You're struggling on this. I'm going to bring you on here, Mukani. I'm going to make it just bare minimum. And then we're just going to pretty much just pour resources into you from the people around you. You can search them. You can find them. They're dedicated. They have comments and reviews about them, Right. So by me giving information out for free, in return, Mukani is going to automatically win because you type in their name due to me using metadata and learning SEO. You type in their name, I pop up in the search engine on Google. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> you, you, you pop in Mukani somewhere, boom, here they come. I get hits every time. Right. It's, so it's, it's all about the SEOs and the algorithms too. But it's all about what business are you in? If you're a music marketer, mm-hmm. open up a small school or something. Mm-hmm. Do something to where people you can give out that information without it being to where you feel like you got to sell it to at the highest bidder, right? Mm-hmm. Do that. Open up a workshop. Do something to where it's like, okay, those people may not have three thousand, but I can do a weekend workshop. But I can be created a. a a 501c3, make it a, a nonprofit, get grants and stuff like that by helping out kids in the neighborhood. And then I can pretty much be able to still give my, you know, my my dedication to those artists coming up. People don't have to always try to make a buck on music artists every single time. That's true. But look at this streaming, because some people will pay money for um an artist um, that's already in the industry, they will pay, mm-hmm. I can believe, like thousands of dollars for someone to just give them a shout out. Like shout out to, I don't know, da da da, you know, Hus yeah, Hus Track will. is the bomb or whatever. And I'm thinking like, wow, you spent 2K for that? Like, But that's, that's, that's history and that's years of not knowing where to spend your money. We're finding out money on how we can, we can save money on getting a home. We're finding out ways to, you know, not have to put a down payment on the car. We're finding ways in life that How to say, you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. finding, we're finding out that rather than going grocery shopping, we'll meal prep and go to, you know, <laughs> somewhere, spend 40 some dollars, have a meal for the whole week and we're eating yeah. healthy. So yeah. we find out stuff every day, either through YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, but it's just all about, guess what it is? Us finding it on the algorithm or searching for it. That's true. 
that's absolutely true. So um, if if you put in the work, you can find it. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. You put in the work, you can find it. If you're not willing to put in the work, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Sit back, let the real ones come through. But yeah. people like Danielle, I'm pretty sure she's at a point to where in the beginning she was just focusing on music. Mm-hmm. But people got to realize it's 20% music, 80% business. So focus on the business part too. Focus on your SEO, your your biography. Quit having it to where I go into your Instagram and you got three pictures and you say you're an artist. <laughs> you ain't got no music video. You ain't got no cover song. You ain't got nothing to show. Oh, this is a music artist. Yeah, that that is true. I, I do see a lot of that. And I see a lot of people put a lot of energy in their videos and and sometimes mm. their music is not even being, you know, streamed or it used to be a big thing about streaming now it's like what is it what's what's the next gimmick music gimmick you know it makes me oh, wonder like it's what do you it's know? uh i said it in my in a page ago uh page a while ago it's endorsements like everyone is an influencer now so the next thing to like streams are like uh, okay yeah I, I can mean, stream you your can music, but, can, streams. but if I took, if I, was it bourgeois latte? Hmm? Bourgeois. Bourge, bourgeois latte, right? Mm-hmm. If you have to literally have, say, $200 in your marketing campaign each month, you can either put it on, you know, Instagram, you know, promotions or something like that, mm-hmm. or you can put it into an artist that literally provides that same vibe that you're trying to do. That's true. Think of, uh, think of Fashion Nova and Cardi B. Fashion Nova's on the rise, but they she did a song with her, DJ Khaled, and somebody else. Fashion Nova took off. Think of what's that Teflon Bags. Teflon Bags was already doing great things. Mm-hmm. Beyonce got seen with them. Yeah. Music artists are literally the top influencer to get. I can go get this influence on Instagram, but can, she, can they say, can you do a song drop that blows up and get on the radio? Mm. Could they do a hit single and they be like, I'm mean, think of think of all the alcohol we done promoted in our music. True. Think about That's we know true. about Cavatier, we know yeah. about um, we know about all different types of green, we know yeah. about Magic City. People ain't even been to Atlanta, they want to go to Magic City. They don't even know what it look like. Right? So it's mm-hmm. like if you put it in a song and it's basically it hits, it's on every radio station across the nation. That everything you just said, I was listening to Drake before we came. He said, Virgil got a, he said, uh, what's that life is good song with, with, he said, Virgil got a, uh, he got my wrist going nuts. Right. Mm -hmm. I know when that song dropped, I didn't know who Virgil was. I'm sorry. I didn't know who Virgil was. And when he died, I thought, but now even when I said, I played, I'm like, oh, so that's who he was talking about. Name dropping is the key. Influencers being uh, endorsed by businesses is the next gem. It's the next thing. It always has been. I mean, it, it shows on Instagram where there are a list of um, mm-hmm. of different companies, um, Nike or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Hennessy. Uh, you know, there there is artists that I know that are getting endorsements from mm-hmm. you know alcohol or even even Netflix. I mean, we discussed this before. Like, there are music that are being played. Like, I know someone who has his music played all the time for independent film festival and his song mm. always gets played, you know? Um, and there's so many ways of marking yourself, but I also feel like um, artists need to practice. Like you said something about interviews. I feel like some don't know how to interview, but why not go and get interviewed? And especially if somebody asks you, I would never turn down an interview because that's exposure. Mm-mm. There's an artist that I just interviewed and he hasn't really been in the game for, for a long time. He has been, like, writing music. He has a, a, a music catalog. And um, sometimes I don't really pay too much attention with Facebook because I don't do a mm-hmm. lot on Facebook. So I focus more on Instagram and my other platforms. And, um, and I was like, damn, you know, he got a lot of views. And that was his first interview with me. And he was like, I didn't, get, I didn't have any exposure. And... This is, you know, this is something that I needed. Now it's motivating me to do more. It's motivating me to do, you know, more songs and focus on that one particular song so that mm. that I can draw more attention. Yes. So I think sometimes, you know, artists, they take it as they, they will turn down things or not take things seriously 
because they don't think it's going to benefit them. Whether that person has 20 uh, followers, you know what I mean? Because a lot of your followers are only 10% from, you know, people, you know, paying attention to you, but it's, it's more than just followers. It's uh, it's impact. It's uh, it's also practice, right? Mm-hmm. So, when I you know when I was um, had my radio station, I would actually you know it ran twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, mm-hmm. right? It was called the Kickback, and it was on an app that allowed people to listen to independent artists while shop from small black owned businesses, right? So people was on the app either shopping or listening to music while they you know while they do shop. At the end of the day, that's the that was the concept. I would bring artists in and say, hey, look, for an hour, we're going to pretty much shut this entire station down. No music is being played. No advertising is being played. And we're only going to focus on you. Now, name one major radio station that do that. I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> name a, uh, even an internet radio station that will actually stop and literally make the entire... They'll just bring them in and be like, okay, come answer a few questions, but literally make it only about them. Right? Mm-hmm. People came in either so high that they didn't understand any questions. They came in feeling like, you know, um, they was entitled. Mm-hmm. And I started to sit back and learn. And I'm this is where Mukani pretty much started being formed, and I just didn't know it at the time. People didn't even know how to interview because they don't know how to talk about themselves. They have no idea how to talk about themselves. But for some reason, they always want to just grab a mic and go. So they know how to go into these open mics because they say, oh, man, it's practice, it's practice. But they don't go into interviews and be like, it's practice, it's practice. Mm -hmm. Even as a business owner, and you'll probably understand this, too, I get on my friends, my girlfriend, nerves talking about my business all the time. But you know what's crazy? Whenever I went out to Shark Tank or whenever I talk to people, sharp. Why? It's because you got to practice certain things, right? And so when it comes down to interviewing, people don't realize that you can't just jump on your, your, your national top radio station. Not everybody can go to the breakfast club either. Right. Right. Even if you had the money, you don't have the charisma. You sitting back with your sunglasses thinking you cool. You got your whole entourage and you don't realize, bro, hold on. We here for you. you. We here for you. Hold on. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And what happens is people don't realize that if you do that to one, understand I talk to you, um, what's that, um, Jam Junkies now. Mm-hmm. You understand that we're all in the same. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if one artist does something, we all pretty much be like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on now. If they did that for you, they might do that for me. What did, what did it look like me reaching out to you? And people don't realize that. Like for those artists listening, reach out to your local podcast, reach out to your local radio stations. And literally say, how can I get on your station? You take that, even those sound bites, and you turn that into content. Since the world is about content right now, you take that, you record it, you take pictures. You want to sit and take a picture behind a mic all the time whenever you're recording, right? You want somebody to take a picture of you when you're on stage, you're doing an open mic to make it look like it can be a crowd full of five people. But you on a mic, they got a picture up there with you on a mic on there due to what? Aesthetic, right? Mm -hmm. Make it look make it look like you're in a bigger room than what you really are. And so when it's time for you to be in that room, you have been practicing, you have been working, you can, you have learned crowd control. If you can't control five people, what the hell you look like trying to control 500, mm. 5,000. So it's like to the point, practice, quit trying to, a lot of people are trying to go from one single to, I want to get paid $3 million for an album. They want to get signed after one single. They want to like put in the work when it comes to your art, but also understand the business, understand how to conduct interviews, how to reach out to people, how to email, how to, you know what I'm saying? Cause there's people that'll put you in rooms. Sometimes people don't realize that they are artists. They are not really that good. It's just people want them to win. Yes. Yes. That's funny. Jam junkies. And I were discussing that because sometimes you can just have the charisma, but it's, and it's funny because it's always about the artist's, before mm-hmm. I've done Latte Java Drips Radio, I was doing Bourgeois Coffee Table when I was on Station okay. Head. And it was always about the artist. It was, it, was all, it was called getting in the minds of that artist. Mm-hmm. I love your music, but I need to know more about you. People want to know who's behind that particular song and what made you feel that certain way or did you write your music. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of artists, you know, um, the ones I've spoken to didn't write their music. 
or they were inspired by a particular track or beat. And um, and people want to know that. I I some, When I listen to music, when I'm on Spotify and I'm listening to an independent artist, I'm like, damn, who's so-and-so? Oh, who? 11-11. Like, damn, where's he from? I want to know mm-hmm. everything about that artist. Mm-hmm. Because and that's you, the you problem. A lot of people... A lot of people don't want to say where they're from, or, be, and I'm not saying on no names. There's there's certain artists that I have came across on Mukani or not on Mukani that they are afraid to let open that door who they are. They feel like they have to be that artist 24 seven. They can't cry. They can't. They can't. They can have emotions. Life has to be perfect. I told. I, I spoke to an artist. I said, "Bro, you wrote this." And he said, yeah, man, I was going through depression. I said, man, that's probably your best song. Everything else is trash. Hello. He said, he said, what, man? I don't even really like this song. I, don't, I can't perform. And I said, that's the problem, bro. You're so caught up trying to perform a song. Give us insight and gems and give us the insight of who you are. Because just like a business owner, people don't buy products. I didn't buy this cup because it was black and it looked good. Right? right, I bought it because yes. it was as accessible. It was in Walmart or something like that. If you, but that's a major brand, and we like, hey, cool, right? But when it comes to your artists, you can't sit here, and this is not me bashing you. No, instead no. of instead of instead of an artist coming into a DM and say, "Stream my music, bro." How <laughs> I ask every artist, I said, "How do I stream your music?" I mean, how do I listen to your music? Listen to that question. How do I listen to your music? Answer on Spotify. On YouTube, I say wrong. I say I'm gonna ask you again. How do I listen to your music, uh, bro? Just click the link in my bio. I say wrong. I say, bro, do I listen to it in the car? Do I listen to it on the way to the to the work? Do I listen to it? Can I work out to it? Can my grandma be in the car with it? Is this a love making mm-hmm. song? Is it a song where I'm depressed? Is the song on a Sunday rainy day? Is this a Sunday reset day? Is this better at nighttime? Better in the morning? Let me know how to listen to your music. You want to just give me an album and tell me to stream and tell you what it, what it is, but I can't give you my full review outside of a fire emoji unless you tell me how to listen to it. Mm. And so it's like to the point, tell people this is the best song to listen to when you are going through that moment. Mm-hmm. I was going through the moment when I created this song. That's where, that's where people don't realize it's so much emotion and energy in music that certain words can literally uplift you or bring you down. Some, Some songs, people are so numbed. They're, they're so numbed to the fact that they don't realize that the way you create your music is what draws people's attention. Mm-hmm. You have to feel. Music is, is really therapy. It's emotion. It's a lot of emotion behind it. There's people that go to, I would listen to a song that would get me out of depression before I go to a pastor, before I go to a therapist. Hello. <laughs> Look. <sighs> That, look, when I went through a divorce and was was like in my you know healing moment, Jill Scott was played twenty four seven. My daughter was what? like, <laughs> my daughter was like, you know, she know the words of the song as an adult, you know, because mm-hmm. I I would play it over and over and over and didn't even know that she was really listening to it. She even knew why I played it. I never verbally said, you know, <laughs> she knew I was going through something. And mm-hmm. I constantly kept playing it over and over and over and over again. So it's that's, all about emotions mm-hmm. and feelings. And know? that's the thing. Like, you know, there are people, if you're going through, say you just got done with, you're, you're over your, your ex, right? You right. just broke up, right? Why, why would I sit there and have a song about, you know, love and emotion? Bruh, I'm trying to get away. I'm trying to <laughs> finally break through because I keep going back. So it's like, Certain songs you just can't play at certain emotions, certain times, and yes. people, people just gotta realize that. Like, not every, hmm, you don't go into Walmart and buy everything, do you? No. Okay, then. Same thing with music. You can't stream everything, and a lot of artists need to start to ask themselves. When I ask them, I ask them two that that question right there. It's three questions. I ask three questions, then we get going. How do I listen to music? Right. Mm-hmm. The second question is. Define your 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 key fan. Define the ultimate fan of you. Mm. Somebody that uh, you know what I'm saying. Define who they are. Are they a person that's that just loves intellectual conversations? Are they a person just like a mob on somebody? <laughs> are they somebody that you know? Are they a teen? Are they a forty year old? Yeah. Define your key audience. And the last thing is is that 
this is the the part when it comes about endorsements. Give me three brands that will yeah. that will ideally go with your music mm-hmm. because you can't be a mobbing on somebody and you out here selling Starbucks coffee. <laughs> I don't know that. No. Look, yeah, I'm just look, saying. Jada, you Kiss got coffee. The Marbies got coffee. There's a lot of true, people that coffee. True, out true, true. But those people are brandable. It's just like Nas. Nas looks perfect with Hennessy. Nas charisma is perfect for Hennessy. You, you know what I'm saying? It's I know what you're saying. Certain, with you. certain people can, it, it works. And some people, it's just perfect. Things can work. I got a car. It works, right? But is that car perfect for my body size, the way my foot is on the gas, the way I like to turn, the way I like to cut off people? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, artists need to define, tell people how to listen to their music, define those key, uh, that key audience, that key, mm-hmm. those key listeners, and pretty much associate their brands, associate themselves with brands around them. They create the whole package. You probably... You ain't even gotta have a full discography, but you know who you knowing those people that you're gonna sing your song to in what capacity, and then you associate yourself around brands that literally help you push that image, right? And that's some just of, what it some is. Some of them have their own brands. There's this one artist, I, she's amazing. I had mm-hmm. interviewed her a couple of years ago. She's still in the game, she's always touring, and um her name is Sunny. And you know, she she's like I see her as top tier. She's really on her game. Mm. She writes her own music. You know what I'm saying? She's an engineer. She really knows the ins and outs. She's really took the time to study her craft. And she has her own infused honey. Oh. You know? And uh, and she, you know, sells honey. Um, she had a calendar that sold out. I mean, she's an amazing artist. She might be somebody that. She probably has her own EPK, but who knows? You never know. I'll I'll ask, I'll ask her if she has one. But mm-hmm. there are artists out there that have their own brands as well. I wonder. I'm gonna have to ask her. Like, you know, sponsorships. I wonder if she has um, any type of sponsorships going on. But um, you're absolutely right about that. I just hope that um, I don't know. I think you should have an ebook. Just have a free Me- one. Hell. Have an ebook no, or a consultation. Well, e- or okay, well, how about this? I drop a gem on your platform, um, and it's only a few people. But um, Wakani University is um, is is coming around to where it's like I will be hosting my own free classes to where people can actually come in, learn from my perspective and how mm-hmm. things are from the you know from the way I see uh, the music industry and different things like that. Making a brand is coming soon. Shout out to, you know, you say rookie and a vet that's yes, diamonds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Welcome. She has a class coming up. Uh, my boy Coach Drake has a class coming up. But Mukani University, rather than selling ebooks and selling individual classes, people, mainly artists, producers, engineers, people that really want to come into the game are going to be able to have this entire place where they can come in and spread information, but also receive information in a classroom setting. It doesn't have to be a, um, uh, you know, buying an ebook or nothing like that. It's just literally the same way that you go into University of Arizona. It's the University of Phoenix, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And you go in there and you say, I want to study this right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to study how to be brandable. Here's, this cl- here's these classes. I want to study, you know what I'm saying, just intro to music right here. Yeah. So welcome to Wakani University. So it's not me selling an ebook. I see the bigger picture. I want it to where... People, kids, adults are able to take information, share information all into one space. And it's all searchable on Mukani. So you you see little gems and stuff. You can type in Mukani University right now. I dropped, you know, posts in different places to where you can submit your EPK to, you know, ways to, to market yourself, ways to do all different types of things. But Mukani University is where that's where my love is. So. People come in, they grab their EPKs. It's it's great. It's a link in their bio. They can, you know, it's it's a service. That's the yes, service. That's a what service. you would call, you know, that's the, the service that reels people in. But as far as Wakanda University, that's when the magic really happens. That's where people can actually take the information that they have worked their butt off, 
but put it into a classroom setting to where they don't have to be one-on-one with everybody. Mm-hmm. Because if you talk to me and I don't take your information, he's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? But if you talk to 30 different people, now it's like to the point, I give you information. Yes. Now it's like to the point, what you do with it is what you do with it. So I'm giving, I'm taking that, that the, the reins off of those people to where you come in, you create that class, create a setting, even people that are DJs, like we're working to, to have it to where people can actually put on, uh, classes to become DJs. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to learn how to be a DJ, you want to learn how to be a producer. You want to learn how to interview. You want to learn how to receive interviews, take interviews, you performance. I have someone that's basically going to work on teaching people how to perform. This is all part of Mukani university. I love it. I can't wait to really just fully, you know, express it, you know, on the page and everything, but I'll drop that gym on your live and I'll drop that opening to let you know that it's coming. It has already come. We just pretty much looking for uh, professors. We're looking for people to come in and want to provide information. You know, because that's cool. You know, it's 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 there. So even for me, like people, like, hey, look, I want to know how to do a podcast. I can teach you how to start your own podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, saying I want to, I can teach you how to make your own radio station. Mm -hmm. You know, even yourself. Like for those people, say, hey, look, hey, tell me, you know what? Come take my course. Come take my class. And what it is is now for you, now it's just not one radio station. Now you're looking at me. I got like 20-some radio stations that I'm built. Let me go create my own XM radio. Now look how powerful you are. You got yours, but then you also got 20 others that now you're having conversations about getting in people's cars, getting on people's apps and getting on people. You know, that's that's the goal of what Mukana University, rather than trying to, eat the small pieces of bread mm-hmm. as we gonna we gonna get these these large pieces these large loaves and what we're gonna do is we're gonna start by providing knowledge and education and not putting people down or not knowing and we're just giving it to them some there's gonna be some free classes there's gonna be some higher courses there's gonna be mm-hmm. some advanced low level some for kids all that but you oh, know for kids yeah quit playing that's good I like yeah. that that's very yeah. good it's, so, because when they're young, you know what I'm saying, they're like sponges. Well, the for me, they are the more you know. Living in the Dallas, living in the Dallas Fort Worth area, I learned. I, I graduated in 2008, right? Uh-huh. In 2008, we had an opportunity to take classes on uh, mechanics, wood shop, metal shop. Girls was taking classes to be uh, what's that? Um, not a hairdresser, but cosmetology and different mm-hmm. things like that, right? Nowadays, they they took all that away in the, in the in the black schools, in the public black schools. They took it away, right? So now kids are left with just learning how to be on cheerleading, football, basketball, track, yeah. or go home, right? So I went to this. I, uh, I went to career a career day uh, about a month ago, and I taught kids how to DJ. Hundreds of kids came running to one DJ booth, and what People reached out to me. They found my Instagram. Hey, please teach me how to DJ. Please. That's probably the only thing I could probably be good at. He, you know, the the principal, she was like, hey, look, I would love for you to create your, create a radio station for these people to learn journalism, learn how to talk on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, in this world today, we're so past wood shop, metal shop, you know, cosmetology, football, yeah. basketball. We are now in a space to where there are little boys and girls that want to be just like you behind a mic interviewing people. There are people that want to learn how to DJ. There's people that learn want to learn how to create their own brand. There's a 13-year-old kid somewhere in the world that is the next fashion designer of the world. But the problem is, is that we don't have the op- the ability to where we like we can go as a business. We go as as individuals. Right. Mm-hmm. But Mukana University is going as a business to those local schools and saying, hey, we're going to do a workshop. We're going to have it to where those people that may have kids over the week and they only got one Saturday off. Come out to this Saturday, learn how to be a DJ, learn how to interview, learn how to do these things. Take that class, take that course, mm-hmm. learn from the people around you that's reachable, not that's, you know, they are made it in the game. And now you, you know, saying you just see them and they get a good recording. no. These are people that's reachable. They, you know, you can talk on them one-on-one. You can have consultations. You can basically grow as an artist, a producer, a, you know, a radio station host, a DJ, whatever it may be. And they're all searchable on what? 
Bukani. Okay, I want to ask you something because uh, mm. I, I know that you're helping other, you know, speaking on um, teaching and um, mm-hmm. journalism and radio stations. Like you, you created something um, with my EPK, or I don't know what, what to call it, but um, mm-hmm. because I'm not an artist, a, a musician. Um, it's a mini website at this point. True. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what what could you possibly say? what latte java drips can bring to oh um, i'm about to have fun i'm about to have fun <laughs> with yours so um you're you're basically want to break it down here break it down why not all right cool so you are a internet radio station right you that's what you are mm-hmm. you are an internet radio station on the data side of it um request you know you can literally know what are the streets requesting? Mm-hmm. Like you're at, you're not at the level. No disrespect, you're not the level of of terrestrial radio of the Breakfast Club right, right. now. Of course not. You're not yeah. you're you're not there. So it's like to the point we have to be reality to say, okay, cool. They only playing what Spotify or other people are playing. They just giving out. Oh, this is what the streets. When you listen to your radio, you like, man, they play the same thing, right? right? You are the person that's like, hey, look, check out this something new. Check out this new feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Why? And the data that you get that from is through request. Request. So it's like to the point you have all these different independent artists. But you ask yourself, what are people truly requesting? Mm-hmm. That's that. Two, but what uh, I'm also going to love the fact is that as people be able to listen to your station on your on your EPK, mm-hmm. right? Like live listen to it, they're able to then enjoy just the vibes. But I'm just gonna basically just allow them to uh if you if you can, if you have endorsements or just various coffee brands, mm-hmm. oh my God, just the ability to where listen to like just a cool vibe and then just people being able to like shop various different coffee brands. Mm-hmm. I'm going to love that. I'm going to love the fact is that people are able to get requests on different, um, to actually go into your personal request portal and basically get that data to where you can literally know who are people asking for. And now you're the person's like, Hey man, people asking for them. That's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. I got you on my radio, but guess what? Such, such as asking for Danielle, you know, as for that particular song, Mm-hmm. And you take that, and now you're the person that's like allowing people to know what's coming next, right? I'm gonna love that. I'm gonna love the ability. I'm just gonna love the aesthetic I'm gonna do with it. Oh my god, that aesthetic gonna be a one. I'm I'm a really yeah. Expect for it to come out this week, y'all. Hey, hey. yeah. What I do, what I do, just the background. When I do EPKs, um. Diamond handles pretty much handles the uh it's a team, right? So mm-hmm. Diamond handles our um um uh, the biography of the EPKs. We're talking EPKs right now, right? Mm-hmm. The biography on point, diamonds. Because I ain't gonna lie to you, me, hey yeah, man, it was all good. And I, I'm just gonna copy and paste because I'm not a, a writer. That's her, that's her thing, right? So she handles that, that side. I handle the, the digital print, like the, the look of it. I take the best photo. I take the typography. And I'm just pretty much just designing the best way of three seconds. How do you, does a person stay on your page or not? So whatever photos you give me, I get the best ones. And I create it to as if a person could take that and put it on a, on a T-shirt. Right? Mm-hmm. I take that image. So... I create it and then it's first three seconds in marketing. You learn just like scrolling. If they don't get your grip in like point some seconds, they they have to do it. So when somebody click on that bio, it's 10 times different than a link tree. It's 10 times better than a, um, any type of smart link. It's not just links. It's literally a picture. You boom, picture you, your name, your biography, your links. They just literally now I've seen people went from, 45 seconds, it was averaging about 45 seconds on Linktree to 5 minutes and 13 seconds on Mukani. Mm-hmm. Same artist, they stayed on it a lot longer. They stayed 5 minutes on this EPK link in bio compared to 45-some seconds on Linktree mm-hmm. because people are tired of it. Yes, because I, I, Have you ever heard of Solo? Solo? I don't even uh, use Linktree, but I use the Solo one. Be- all um, of them. Yeah. Think about it. 
there's no bio, there's no smart links. It's not truly interchangeable. It's just plug and play. Yeah. Right? It's but just some, plug and some play. Some people like simple. You know what I'm saying? I like the fact of having websites and all that, but some people just want to go on a, a website and just, oh, boom, click. You know what I'm saying? Because I made it like my website and my app where once they get on the homepage, there's the Spotify playlist. And here you can are do the that. top three people, you know, like I have Nico B, I have Danielle Gates, I have Slay Mass. Mm-hmm. That's why I was I've creating the contest for, you know, artists to get that exposure. But I don't think that some of them are not aware of what's really going on. So I'm glad that you came on and, you know, educate me and educating other artists on well, how to make yourself marketable. Well, the thing is, is that you can, but it's also to the point, once I click on that Spotify, right, this is the problem. With Linktree or any of those platforms, if it's, see, the the EPK is just up and down. It's not side to side. It's not going to other pages. One page. That's universal for for you to send out on emails, but it's also universal for you to put in your bio for people to learn about you. I like the email right? idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like to the point there have been people, there's someone that sent their EPK to T-Pain. No, Neo. It was Neo. Hey, man, this is dope. I like this. Mm-hmm. And I screamed that. I said, ooh. Felt good, right? Mm-hmm. But what happens is every artist that says, man, I put my, when I put my link in that, when I put that link in the bio, my Spotify jumps up. My Apple jumps up. Because what happens is people... They are only reliable on one link. I've seen people just put one YouTube link. Yeah. But once I get on that YouTube, I don't see nothing else. So I'm just stuck on here. But the EPK allows me, since because at the end of the day, my target audience is independent, up-and-coming artists or people in the music industry. Let's just keep it 100. They don't know you. But, you know, I thought, like, with the YouTube link, because sometimes you can click on a YouTube link, they'll have, like, a playlist of all their music. But the thing of the matter is, you still are stuck on YouTube. Now, let's just be honest. Not If I close my phone, your music ain't playing. That's true. Your music ain't playing. So, at that point, you you, you lost me. Right? So, the game is not to just focus on getting a stream on YouTube. The game is to give everyone, hey, this is how you listen to me at any, any way, any way. The EPK has been used for Universal to where there have been uh, writers, journalists use that same link. Mm-hmm. Spot, Spotify and uh, Apple Music playlists have used that same link. Uh, record labels have used that same link. People that are on Discovery have used it. Marketing and managers have used that same link because it gives them what they're asking for. If I'm a journalist, oh, here, I ain't got to know you. I ain't got to know. Boom, listen to your music, grab your photos, put it on there. A DJ have used the same link because you can literally take this instead of the Spotify player. Mm-hmm. I'm a DJ. I just heard a song. I'm not going to go to YouTube and go download it. It's right here. Boom, right there. So the EPK is universal for everyone. Now, for you saying, oh, it's simple, it's one scroll up and down, mm-hmm. up and down. The thing is, you can talk to me and we can place it. Like 214 Zay Sosa, you say, hey, man, can I have my, my player at the top? No problem. Boop. Mm-hmm. Play. Now they listen to music as they scroll. This man has over almost 12 Hundred views, hundreds of comments on his EPK in a span of one year. That means one year people actually clicked his link in bio, left a comment that literally says, man, this man has helped me through depression because it's, it's anonymous. Nobody knows who's writing it or not. People are being truthful about who that artist is. He sends that out. This man got an um, uh, endorsement deal, endorsement right at the top. Listen to his music. Shopping. He, no. you can turn a Mukani EPK into your whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. If you just want to have it to where DJ mixes, you want it simple, you want it that. But at the end of the day, we allow you to give whoever clicks on it everything they need. Mm. Journalists, DJs, whoever, who, whatever circle you send that to. 
See, a link tree, can you put that in the email? <laughs> could you go to a, could you go to, you, you just got off stage. Here comes an A&R. Hey, check out my link tree. Well, they, they now have one of those, I forgot what it's called, but the I don't tab see cards. it anymore. Yeah. It's the tab cards, right? Those tab cards? But you know, the tab cards are good, but then also to the point, so people don't tab use cards are good. Anymore? Do people still people use don't business do cards? business cards, but I noticed something about tab cards. So when people tap into it, they tap into it, and it's pretty much the same thing as a link tree. That's true. But the thing, the thing is, is that when I tap it, I'm going to go about my business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go about my business, and I forgot. Once I, you know, get off of it, I don't. I didn't save that contact. Or I save that contact. I say 50-some contacts, but how am I going to remember you? Right? Mm-hmm. But if, just like Diamond said, you, you can airdrop the EPK. Yeah. She just told me something I didn't know. I ain't going to yeah. lie to you. Yeah. You airdrop that EPK, boom, it's right there, right? That makes sense. At the end of the day. You can anything, videos, you mm -hmm. know. I've seen people, you know, there's this one guy, Concrete K, he has, oh, he, see, everybody else EPK, they just, okay, man, I got two videos. He has interviews, videos, everything just like this, searchable. You can click on interviews, go to interviews, click on you know, music videos, go to music videos. Um, Zan, man, he has literally his entire YouTube discography on his EPK, but it's so constructed to where it don't even mess up. Yeah. You can search a video, everything on YouTube, he's still getting his streams. Mm. So it's like mm. to the point is that for those people, this is the key. For those people, artists are always promoting the new song. That new song is not always a song that will attract everyone. Some people, you may have sent something or had content, especially on TikTok. Think about it. You can post something today, it don't go viral until three months later, probably. It don't, if people don't catch on to it, people are still looking at it, right? Mm -hmm. Or still, it's so, it's still, there's a, I'm still getting, you know, link, uh, uh, likes on a comment that I made on a video that was posted two months ago. And what happens is, is that you don't know when that opportunity comes and you are basically the talk of the town. People may be like, oh man, I heard, I'm looking for this song. Where's it at? And if you got it to where it ain't accessible because you only got one Spotify link or one YouTube link, they're gone. Wow. They're gone. Give them everything that, that you can possibly, a journalist, a manager, a marketer, a record label, a radio station, give them everything they need right there. That's smart. Because people like accessibility, you know? There you I go. Mean, that's that's so, basically what it is. I mean, it makes mm -hmm. a whole lot of sense. That's a lot of people thing. look at EPKs. In the older term, they look at EPKs as just a PDF. Yeah. We trans EPKs into something digital, and instead of spending $500 for one, you spend ten dollars a month, and it can be interchangeable as many times as you want to. Mm. So it grows with you. So if you got new photos, change the photos. You got a new song you try to promote, promote the song. You got an endorsement deal, tell people you got endorsed. Mm. Man, I felt like I just got some uh, some uh, music industry one hundred and one. And if you guys, uh -oh. you know, hey. Um, we can go on and on. I'm really enjoying this. I would love to have you back on again. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely will be posting this and we'll have it podcasted soon. Um, I thank you for all the things that you're doing for all these independent artists. Can't wait to work with you and, um, you know, get this on and popping. So I, I appreciate, it. I really appreciate you. And, um, you know, thank you for your time. You know? Thank you. Thank you for this interview. Thank you for reaching out to me. Yeah. Uh, collaborating. We got some big things coming. So y'all, you know, we all, this is not the only collab y'all see at the top. Right. Um, yeah, man. Like I'm, I'm excited. I'm about to just get back to work. I'm about to just I'm work on EPK, work on others. Um, Wakanda university, all different types of stuff, man. Y'all. Yeah. I'm really happy for you. And I see you just growing and, and striving and I, I like to see us doing things and it's, it's very difficult to see you know I want to see more of this with um, other artists and collaborators and um, you know this this is a beautiful thing and I, I appreciate it I really do 
It is. This is a. Uh, it's just the beginning. Yeah. We're all we're 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 breaking down barriers every day. Honestly, we're breaking down barriers every day. So we just got to continuously hold each other accountable, but continuously provide people with each other with 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 gems or even some type of blessing every now and then, you know, or words of encouragement. That's all we got to continuously keep doing and just stop and try to invite everybody to the table and only allow those people that are willing to sit and eat and bring something to the table. That's the problem. We, we so busy trying to, (laughs) we're so busy trying, (laughs) you know, you don't have to invite everybody to the table because not everybody to the table willing to bring something to the table but they're always ready to eat. So mm-hmm. what we got to do, keep the, keep the, keep the circle tight and accountable. So if, if, if you see me slacking, you see, hey, I see you slacking or whoever, Hey, yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's a potluck. I know that's right. There we go. Sure. So, uh, let's get it. Let's I'll keep bring doing the, some I'll great bring things. The lattes. <laughs> she said it's a potluck. Okay. Beignets. She out here dropping Who's gems short? in the comment. <laughs> She's dropping <laughs> gems in the comment. Yeah, that's true. It is. I love absolutely, you know. So I thank you once again. You guys, mm-hmm. thank you for tuning in to Latte Java Drips. I'll see you guys later on. I'll be on tonight with Samuel G. He's an international singer um, from Africa, but he's now in Germany right now on a, a music tour. So um, mm-hmm. if you guys have time to tune in, you know, please. All right. Please do. So thank you again. We're going to ch- chat later and... um Hey, till next time. All right, you have a good one. You too. Yeah. 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 I like to thank everybody for pulling up today. I know you're feeling real Gucci on this dapper day. So grab your mug and fill it up until the brim is full. I got the coffee shop jumping, the vibes are plentiful. We got the positivity jumping, cause ain't no negatives allowed. Grind it up like coffee beans, let the drama filter out. We try to keep it hot and fresh like every single time. And I would like to just mention that we appreciate your time, so let it drip. <laughs> I just wanna sip. I take of a drip, enjoying me Enjoying me Or even by yourself You can build a zoot Or lay back As long as you enjoying yourself And tuning in to all the chats Yeah, we got you Hardest topics in the game You know we got you So pour a cup of coffee And let us take you on a trip Mic check You're not listening to latte driver drips, yeah